0: Welcome back, Bolt Fam, to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour. Colin Appel, Miles Raruka here. We are your co host, and today we're going to be talking some Chargers football. It seems like it's been a while since we've recorded, but it's only been a couple days. There's been a lot that's gone on, not uh, in the Chargers corner, but just league wide, obviously, that, um, you know, we. We can talk about here for a quick minute. But before we get into that, man, how how you doing? How you feeling on this uh, thirsty Thursday?
1: Um, I'm doing good, man. Just got done working out. i um, back home. Don't have work tomorrow. I'm planning on staying up till probably like 4 a.m. and chilling. So um, I'm doing good, man. Um, it does feel like it's been a while since we've recorded. I think pretty much with the events that happened Monday night. Um, which we're gonna get into, uh, dude. It feels like Monday night was like two weeks ago. Like it feels like we've been without football for a long ass time. But um, we'll we'll get into that. Yeah. Obviously, prayers to Demar Hamlin. Sounds like uh, some good news was coming out of it earlier today. Um, really, just wish him and wish the Bills organization the best for sure.
0: Yeah, dude. Super scary incident. Um, one of those incidents that. If you were watching, you know exactly where you were and what you were doing when you noticed something was wrong. And even if you weren't watching, if you were probably out somewhere doing something, um, you know, not glued to the TV on a Monday night. That's you no know, very. I mean, that's just not everyone's watching the game. So, but pe- but people knew. I mean, it, it spread like wildfire, man. Social media, Twitter. I mean, it just blew up and just a terrible. Terrible event, man. I mean, just watching it, like, you didn't... Seeing the reaction of the players is what really shook me up because how many bad, just gruesome injuries have you seen on a football field where, you know, these are grown men. They've they've all seen shit throughout their lives, throughout their personal lives, and even just being on a football field for a majority of their life. I mean they've seen bad injuries, they've seen tragic stuff happen and never have i ever seen a reaction like that from from players on the field. It was it was truly just terrifying um and yes man, like you mentioned great news um coming out of um i, I believe they're still in cincinnati at the hospital there. Uh this morning he is uh he has opened his eyes and is responsive and uh communicating i, I believe via either texting or, or, or writing out messages but either way man it, it's just i think that's a huge sigh of relief for for the entire world just knowing that he is okay to a degree and he is responsive and um, he's still with us which is it's crazy yeah man.
1: no for sure I th- it was just kind of one of those i saw a few you know TikToks over it you know colin and i neither one of us are medical professionals whatsoever but um it seemed like it was kind of one of those things that there's like this extremely rare chance that if you get hit in a very small singular part of your chest at like this exact like split second of time like this kind of thing can happen and obviously it's so rare that we've never seen it before and i mean there's nothing on the records of it ever occurring especially within the national football league but yeah, man, I, I just feel like – it it feels like right now is a lot more than football. You know, there's there's a lot more going on other than football. Like, I, I couldn't care less about this weekend's games um, as long as we know that DeMar is doing okay. So, prayers up to him, man. Prayers up yeah. for the Bills organization. Prayers up to T. Higgins, man. I saw a tweet today. He hasn't left the ICU in 72 hours since – that play was wow. made. So shout out T Higgins, dude. Um, Just really, really sad stuff from around the league, but root for him to pull through and all signs so far, I believe are showing very good success. So, yep.
0: yeah, I mean, and like I said, with the news today that came out of, you know, him opening his eyes and, and making progress and showing improvement. um, That is just a huge kind of sigh of relief for a lot of folks. You know, I think, it doesn't make it all that much easier to go into this next weekend of games, but it's it's at least something to to kind of, you know, lean on, and and uh, it makes it somewhat easier, I guess. Um, but it's still going to be a very emotional weekend of football, even even outside of, of the those two teams when they return to action this week. So just to create – I mean, unprecedented. I think that word's been thrown out probably a bajillion times – since monday night and it's i mean that's really just to sum it up i think that's the word i would use you know this, like you said never really experienced or seen anything like this in this league i know there's been a couple other documented uh cases of this happening and some other sporting leagues um but yeah just just scary man and um you know we'll also kind of talk about you know the the aftermath of it and and obviously you know not just the concern for damar hamlin's health but um yeah you know, the other side of this is the nfl is a business and they're, they're trying to figure out how to kind of proceed as a business or on a business-like level um without you know kind of forgetting what what actually occurred and what's important uh you know which is the health of damar hamlin so um as crazy as this, as a circumstance like this is, it it happens in a in a game where huge implications are on the line, like huge implications. I mean, um, you know, if if this was in a, a a Thursday night game or a you know Saturday night game of two basement teams, you know, it it doesn't create the same sort of issues. But uh, you know, I think. I don't even know what to think going forward. Honestly. I mean, I've seen a few different scenarios being passed around as, as to what they might do. Nothing's official. Nothing is as far as I know, nothing is very like sourceable, like verified. I think it's just kind of stuff being thrown out here and there, but um, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how they're going to figure out what to do in the AFC.
1: So I think a report came back today and, and, Remember, guys, while we discuss this, obviously, this is the least of our worries. Number one priority is obviously going to be, you know, DeMar's health going forward. But I believe that they released something today that said that that game will not be continued. So, but other than that, it seems pretty cloudy. Like, so is it just going to be a tie for both teams? Is it going to go based off of what the score was when the incident happened? You know, there's a, there's a lot of muddy water to kind of get through and kind of understand more because right now it just feels like it's it's a bunch of unknowns for sure.
0: Yeah. I will say my favorite one, my favorite scenario that I've heard so far, I don't – I can't remember who – it might have been Stephen A. Smith out of all fucking people, um, but I, I'm not sure. But anyways, the the scenario was why don't – why doesn't the NFL – push the playoffs back a week. I think even Adam Schefter reported that they do have the pro bowl week that's built into the schedule to kind of play around with, you know, it's a, it's a week that they can kind of look at. And if they have to push things back, like it, you know, it, it, it might take away like a bye week from someone, but at the same time, like you can get this tournament seated correctly and eventually start it, you know, with, with everyone having a, a fair shot at it. So uh, the scenario basically went like this. It was push everything back a week. So the Bengals would play this week. They would play the Ravens on Sunday, uh, like like it's scheduled. And then the following weekend, they would finish up their game with Buffalo. Now I know they just announced today that they're not going to replay that game. That game is literally history. Um, so that kind of throws a wrench in that, but the scenario was they would play that following weekend while, which would be wild card weekend, but it would just be bills and Bengals, And then the following week is when the wildcard weekend would start. So you basically just push everything back a week and you give time for those two teams to finish up that game, which now we know isn't going to happen. But hearing that, I was like, you know, that's not terrible. Like it, it, Takes away a bye week, but at least you can like start the entire playoffs together, NFC and AFC. And like dude, you're taking away a bye week from a one seed, but you're also, or no, I guess you wouldn't even be taking away the bye week from the one seed. You would just be giving them an extra week. So you would be giving every wild card team a week rest, which you could argue like you would get a better product out of that. You know if a wildcard team only needs an extra week to get one of their key guys back in time. Like that's going to create for a better game. It's going to create for a better product on the field. Um, and then, you know, the, the one seed would get two weeks, you know, they would get that extra week while the wildcard games are being played. So, uh, out of everything I've heard, that's been my favorite. I've also heard, uh, Adding adding an eighth seed to the playoffs, which has probably been my least favorite uh, take that I've heard so far. Another one that I've I've come across is uh, going off winning percentage to to fi- figure out the, the final seeding. And I've also seen there was something that involved like a random number generator as far as like trying to find out the one seed, but I'm not sure how how that would work or what that entailed but I just I saw that being thrown around too
1: yeah I I haven't even looked at any of the options for what they're gonna do but I I really think with the news coming today I I honestly think that you know these are two teams you know the only the only team that this really affects right now is like the Ravens you know because the Ravens obviously would have had a chance to clinch the division going forward division. and but now going forward i think i honestly think that it's just going to be the bills and the Bengals are going to be sitting at 16 games played which honestly in hindsight you know it's it's better than happening to a team that you know is pushing for a playoff position like let's say that you had a team that you know if they went out they win their last two games they have to get in yeah but Going forward, I think that the seeding is just going to kind of go as followed into this last week, and I think that playoffs will just continue after this week. I just, I think with the news today, that's probably the most realistic option.
0: So, how do you think they're going to figure out who the who gets the buy? Because I also I saw that, that again, if you I don't know. Winning, winning percentage. It doesn't. Here's the tricky thing with winning percentage: like the Chiefs would technically get the one seed, but that's not fair to the Bills or the Bengals because they both beat the Chiefs. So they're like, wait a minute. How are you going to give them the one seed off winning percentage when we we had a chance to have just as good as a winning percentage and we beat them? You know? It it, it gets muddy really quick. It does.
1: And I just think there's too many unknowns right now. We don't know. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Um, definitely going to be something to monitor probably after Sunday. I I would guess a decision won't be made till after Sunday. Um, just to kind of see how things play out on Sunday and kind of go from there. But, yeah, that that is a good point that the the Chiefs do have tiebreakers over the Bills and – or, no, sorry, the Bills and the Bengals have tiebreakers over the Chiefs. So definitely yeah. going to be something to keep Head an to eye heads. on. But I mean, overall, for, in terms of Chargers football, I, I think we're going to be sitting at that five
0: regardless of what happens. I think – I don't think yeah I think they might be able to figure out something along those lines but not by using winning percentage like MLB basically decided I think it was last season or a couple seasons ago that they weren't going to do the the play-in game tiebreaker because like they just felt like after 162 games like your record like you are what you are at that point and they just, honestly, they just went to more tiebreakers. They're like, okay, well, if these two teams are still tied after 160-some games, um, just go on down the list. Okay, you know, winning percentage, uh, you know, uh, conference record, you know, whatever, points scored versus points allowed. Like, just go on down the line of, of tiebreakers. But I think, yeah, winning percentage is tricky because then you run into that dilemma. Like, well, you have a higher winning percentage, but you know, there's tiebreakers there that kind of make that cloudy. So I think they could figure something out. Well, they will figure something out. um, But I think they could potentially just go on down the list of tiebreakers if they have said tiebreakers already like set out. And, you know, it's a known thing. If they just have to come up with tiebreakers, then that's going to be – that could also get really weird and and sketchy there. So I I have no idea what they're going to do. I'm so glad I am – not Roger Goodell, and I do not have to figure this out. It's not my problem. Uh, it doesn't really affect the Chargers, at least for now. It doesn't. Um, stand by because it could, <laughs> but at least for now, as we record this on January the fifth, um, you know, our it doesn't affect our seating. Doesn't really affect who we're going to play in the first round.
1: Yeah, at the end of the day, man, we just everyone hopes that he's doing all right. Um, hope that he pulls through, and there's just too much. We could speculate all we want, but at the end of the day, we don't know. I don't even think Goodell knows right now what's going to go on. So,
0: Well, here's the thing. They they have to have a couple of things that they've...
1: Well, played. they probably have some ideas, but I don't think anything... Nothing's set in stone yet, for
0: sure. No, nothing's set in stone, but like of the ideas, I'd be willing to bet you whatever the solution is, it's already been thought of. It's just being thrown around with other ideas. Fair. So... But, but yeah, we'll see. No news on that right
1: now. Um, maybe next episode we'll have some more insight for you guys. You know, I'm sure you guys will see it on Twitter or other social media before we do. So, yeah. But as of now, it does not affect our football team very much. But, again, like we mentioned at the start, all that we care about right now is that
0: DeMar's okay. So Definitely, man. Well, with that, let's go ahead and talk – talk this weekend's game chargers broncos in denver at mile high and dude one i can't believe it's already week it 18 week 18 I can't dude. believe this is the final week like it's i, I feel season- like we just started
1: recording our podcast back in april like two weeks ago now it's week 18. right
0: and i've been seeing like mock drafts and uh they changed the date for the combine now it starts in february which is crazy so we're only like a month away from the combine which is just dude, as, as excited to think as about. excited
1: as I am for the playoffs man I am so excited for the draft oh god I'm so
0: excited for the draft yeah it'll be interesting to see what our final resting hopefully spot 32, is but, uh, baby. <laughs> hopefully 32 yeah um so yeah no it's crazy that the season's gone by so fast and yeah you're right it does feel like we just started recording and now here we are 60 episodes deep 62 to be exact and uh look just a weird game because you know we were kind of talking about this before we uh started recording but weird game you know nothing there are there is some playoff implications on the line still oh man i gotta sneeze oh i'll pick it up from there but all right we we ate it go ahead we got it um (laughs) yeah but Weird, weird game because there's not really a ton on the line. Um, Obviously, the fifth seed is still out there for the Chargers to to lock up. So I want to talk about that here in a second. But uh, I also want to get your take on just on what you would do and what your approach would be going into this game because you have to think Brandon Staley has at least three or four different approaches to to this game with, you know, obviously different other games deciding factors and stuff like that. Um, there's a possibility that the Chargers already have the fifth seed locked up before kickoff, so obviously that that's a huge implication right there. You know, I'm sure uh he's he's game planning for that, but um, how important, like in the grand scheme of things, how important do you think this game is? Do you would you even play your starters at all? Would you start them? for a half would you start him for three quarters um because i think you could argue that hey either way either way you shake it even if they don't get the fifth seed if they're going in with the sixth seed they like their matchup in the first round whether it's baltimore cincinnati jacksonville or tennessee like i think i think they like the way they match up and i think you could argue hey we don't care like we're gonna sit we're not gonna even risk a half of football for, for one of our guys to go down, even if it's something stupid like a Derwin James knocking himself out or getting ejected and having to miss the first half of a playoff game. Is like that just a rule in the NFL like as I mean,
1: well. If you get ejected in the second half of a game, you have to miss the first week of next of the next week's game. Oh, well, actually I know it isn't college because of the targeting rules. But I don't no, know if that's a rule in the NFL.
0: Actually, No, actually, yeah, you're right. You're right. That is only a college rule. So that wouldn't matter. But if you knock yourself out of the game, I mean, that would do it too. So, but yeah, no, you're right on the, on the ruling there. Um, But yeah, just going back to the question, like how, how important of, how important is this game for you as far as, like, future implications?
1: It all depends on that 12 o'clock game of the Bengals and the Ravens for me. Um, I'm actually – I'm way more in tune to the Bengals and Ravens injury report this week than I am the Chargers Broncos injury report. If So, basically, we went over this last episode, but um, if the Ravens were to beat the Bengals, then the Ravens – then we would have to win to keep our five seed.
0: We're already in if the Ravens win. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm. Well, wait, no, sorry. Yeah, if the Ravens beat the if Bengals, then we're, it's locked. Yeah, but then we—if we lost to the Broncos—is what I'm saying. If we lost to the Broncos,
0: yeah, it's still locked. Like that's what—that's why what I'm saying. Like you wouldn't have to start anyone. You could start your. You could start Easton Stick. We're for all the, I care. Are if you Ravens sure we locked at the five? Yeah, if the Ravens lose and we, because even if the Ravens lose and we lose. We'll be tied, but we'll have the tiebreaker over them, which would be conference record.
1: Huh. Well, okay. I did not know that. I was under very different implications. I thought that the Ravens... Well, I thought that we just had a win, and we were in, or the Ravens would have to lose.
0: I mean, if we win, we're also... Yeah, a win. A, a Chargers win would also do... It do it, but no, I, I'm uh,
1: pretty sure that if the Ravens win and we lose, then they would get the five over us.
0: No, cause dude, we're the Ravens and us are both 10 and six. That's why. So like, if we both fall to 10 and seven, we would have a better conference record. So we, we, if the Ravens lose, we're, we're the fifth seed. Yeah. But what if like, no, if, and no, if fans are butts, like even if we lose to the Broncos, but what about if
1: damn. Okay. So you're right. But I, I, was under, I was under a very different impression that we had to win against the Broncos. No, okay, so if the Ravens win and we win, we're tied for the conference record. We would be 7-5, Ravens would be 7-5. It's and five. a Chargers win
0: Chargers win or a Ravens loss. Clinch is the 5 seed.
1: Yeah, exactly. But if the Ravens win and we lose, the Ravens would get it over us. Would they
0: not? Right. Yeah, that's what so I I think
1: you're miss I think you were mishearing mis- me or maybe I didn't do a very good job of explaining that.
0: Oh, okay. No, no. Yeah, so yeah, no, but my my argument is even if they get the 6 seed, like the Chargers could technically go into it and and it's it totally depends on how you I mean how you look at it, but if you want to like cuz what happens if you play play them for a half and then something happens to like a key player. Yeah, that, that's, you know, it's that's like, cool. OK, well, how how great do you feel about going into that game still without an Austin Eckler or without, God forbid, Khalil Mack or Derwin James, you know, like. That's that's why I
1: think what's going to happen is we're going to see what the result is of that noon game and play it by year. If we've already clinched the five, then we're not going to play anybody. Right, I still think there's a chance they can not. I think that there's a, there's also play. probably a chance that because let's be honest, it's the Broncos. We could probably play nobody
0: and still win. Right, it's and it, it's it's the Broncos. It's not a good opponent. Like I, I think you could play pretty JV. Like you could probably put a JV defense out there, and they still like I wouldn't expect Russ to. I mean, he has been finding his stride the last couple of weeks. To cook. I, I, no, I'm not expecting that, and. Look, Chase Daniels could start this game. I would have no issue with that at all. Like, if if Justin Herbert's not, like, I'm definitely not going to bitch about it. Like, look, if this team is really going to make a playoff run, if they're really going to go and and ha- have a real shot at winning the whole fucking thing, like, who cares if it's the the fucking five seed or the the four seed, or excuse me, the four seed or the three seed?
1: Yeah. No, you mean like, the five or the six? You're gonna have to go through
0: no we'd be well we'd be the 6 but we'd be playing a four oh, yeah, or a three yeah. seed yeah like in the first round no matter yeah. what so it's like that's one way to look at it it's like dude it doesn't fucking matter you're going to have to go through all of them if you or either or either one of those teams at some point to get there so i don't know i i saw that mentality and that that thinking um being thrown around today and i was like that's actually really interesting because i hadn't thought about it that way you know i, I was I was kind of like you. I was just like, well, hey, you know, it all depends on the noon game. Like the Ravens Bengals, like that is going to decide everything. And I, and I still think that's probably the case. Like they're going to be watching that game as warmups are going on. Like Staley's going to have someone in his ear kind of let him know, "Hey, 5 minutes left. Ravens are getting shit stomped." <laughs> like start warming up Chase Daniels, you know, like get him some reps with the, with the first team. Um or if it's like a a crazy like dude the worst thing would be, like, if it goes to overtime. Yeah. And they're, like, they're, like, they're kicking off and they still don't fucking know. I mean, obviously, you'd probably have to start them for at least that first, like, possession. And then if it goes your way, you can make adjustments after that. But it's just crazy, man. Like, the fact that we're talking about all this is what makes me love this league more than any other football league because it's the uncertainty, like, week in, week out, and then just the, the end of the season, like, scenarios, like anything like there are still a bunch of teams in it that aren't eliminated yet but it all comes down to this last week and uh there's so much that goes into it man it's just it's it's always fun to kind of like peel back the layers
1: yeah it it really is man i you know i i not i'm not gonna be mad either way you know if they decide to play some starters i i wouldn't be surprised if we go out there with you know some backups in and i think you know, when you're thinking of true starters to rest, I'm thinking Justin Herbert. Um, yeah. Probably Mike Williams and Keenan Allen just Ever. due to their injury history this yeah. year. And then probably, like, Khalil Mack, Derwin James. I think that Bosa will probably get reps regardless. Just coming off that injury, you know, they want to probably get them some more reps in a game yep. situation. So I, I would expect to see Bosa out there. But if they do come out and it's like the entire second team, you can't be mad at that. I mean, we saw what happened to the Raiders yeah. back in what, twenty seventeen when Carr had his season ending injury like on like in week seventeen when they were twelve and four. Like, dear Lord, if something
0: like that happened to us, knock yeah. on wood. Because I don't think that would ever happen. Like, but And I yeah, I, I think I think they go out there with I mean, look, I think there either way there's gotta be a list of guys, like you said, that you probably don't even fuck with at all. Like don't even like obviously Justin, um, you know, you could argue Keenan and Mike, Austin Eckler, like I also look at it as like a chance, an opportunity to give your depth pieces a chance to get some reps, you know, and and get it and just be out there. Like how many, how many of these guys on the team that are mainly special teams, you know, they're they're so far back on the depth chart that you know, they're, they they're only really seeing the field on special teams. But, you know, if they get an opportunity... Like, you would at least want those same guys to have some playing time at the NFL level against real receivers and, and real quarterbacks. Uh, some experience going into the playoffs. Because what if your secondary gets hurt in the in the playoffs? And it's like, well, shit. Now we have Dean Leonard covering fucking... T Higgins, you know, and it's like, it's just situations like that. So I'm never, I'm never against resting guys. Cause that means you're going to get that next, next level of depth, um, tuned up. And for some of those guys, I mean, it might be the most action they've seen all year.
1: You know, I think Brandon Staley or somebody on Twitter was talking about Brandon Staley. It was a pretty good, pretty good question. What if they do decide to rest starters uh, with all this, you know, don't we want to kind of carry some momentum? into the playoffs, like, don't we want to just kind of keep playing and, you know, play this next game? Let's say we go and blow out the Broncos with all of our first teamers. Like, what what do you think about, like, any kind of momentum that could be halted with us resting starters? Because I, I did see that argument earlier.
0: Yeah, I think that's the other, other side of it. Um, yeah, that's – I've always been, like, fascinated by that that argument or that explanation of like, you know, you used to see it. Well, the chargers have been a fallen victim victim to it a couple of times, even just in my tenure of being a fan, you know, 2006, they go 14 and two, they get, and this was back when two seeds, the top two seeds would get a buy. Uh, you know, they were the one seed. They got the buy. They get the like home field advantage. Everything goes through them. And then the Patriots come into town, stun them in a heartbreaking game. And I always feel like that's the excuse after you lose in the divisional round with the buy. Cause no one uses that. I mean, some people bring it up ahead of time. Like you said, you've seen it thrown around out there, but I feel like, like mainly that comes up. It's like, it's, it's an excuse. It's like, Oh, well fuck, no wonder they didn't play for 14 days. Like they're, they they were not fresh. Like, well, they're fresh, but they're not. Yeah. Whatever momentum they had, or, or I don't know, they, have too much time to sit around and think wh- whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't know how much of that goes into them actually like underperforming due to that.
1: I, I, see, I don't, uh, I don't is, really believe the argument. I mean, I can see how
0: it's a valid argument, but I don't really buy into it. But I still think I would take any extra bye week or any extra week just due to the fact that like, I'm trying to get guys back. I'm trying to get this team as healthy as possible to make a run. And if that means we risk – some stupid jinx or whatever you know like that's the way i kind of look at it like i would rather take on those risk of having a bye week and getting a guy like Rashawn slater back versus having to do it the hard way and play an extra win an extra game um, and go on the road like we're gonna have to do but uh to answer your question no i mean i don't think that Repeat the question. What was it verbatim? It was just
1: kind of. Do you think that if we were to rest starters, it would halt some momentum to go into the postseason?
0: Uh, no, no, I do not. Think I don't. So.
1: I don't really buy into that either. I think, but I can see the argument. I can see the argument being made about that. You know, we are we're on fire right now. Like, if they did get some too much time off, would they kind of lose their mojo? I can see that kind of an argument, but like you mentioned, I think it's much more important to get guys back and take those few weeks and just kind of you know, make everything as yeah. crisp as possible going into the playoffs.
0: Yeah, I I don't I think you could argue that Justin Herbert should not be playing Sunday at all. Um now if you want if you want to start the starters and and exclude Justin and have the starters play a quarter or maybe even a half, um yeah, I think that's probably I think that's the most like, likely route that they go. Even with even with a, a Bengals win at noon on Sunday, I still think there's a chance where Staley goes, all right, starter, er, starters but Justin. Justin, sit your ass on the bench. Don't even suit up. Like, you're, you're a quarterback's coach for the day. Everyone else, you're on a pitch count. You're on a snap Justin, count.
1: just go you home know. and get ready. For, uh, get some brisket going for us, please.
0: Right. Because at the end of the day, man, even if they drop it and the Bengals win and we we get the sixth you seed. You mean if like, the
1: Ravens win and we get if, the sixth
0: seed? Or, yeah, if the Ravens win and we lose and we get the sixth seed, does it really change how you feel about the upcoming playoff I run? I mean, I'd
1: rather go to Jacksonville like, first, but. And I think you.
0: Would you, though? Because that means you're going to have to go to the one seed, round two, whereas the six, six seed is have to go to the, the second seed. I just
1: want more football. <laughs> I want to. I want to right, play no, as this, much The, the as six possible.
0: seed, six seed, to play the the winner of the second and the, the seventh seed.
1: I just want more football. That's all I'm gonna say. If we play two,
0: if in we play if? two
1: playoff games, win one and lose the next one, I understand. At the end of the day, it's it's the same as playing. It's the same finishing as playing one game and losing it. But if that's an extra game that I get to watch Justin yeah. Herbert throw football, so be it.
0: You could argue the better route would be getting the sixth seed and Buffalo somehow losing to the Patriots and then we go home to host a game at SoFi with the six, seven seed. I think honestly.
1: Yeah, that'd be cool.
0: That would be my like if I could like ensure anything right now, that would be I would just be like The chances like, of that happening though, I seed. feel are very
1: slim. But we dude, this has been the yeah, weird ass sure. season, man. Who knows what's gonna happen?
0: But like it's a possibility. Um because then it's like, holy shit, we would be hosting the Patriots in SoFi. That's for just a PTSD, game. dude.
1: I don't, I don't care if the Patriots yeah, are 17. I don't want to play the so Patriots. Maybe we can't beat the Patriots.
0: Maybe we root for the Dolphins then? Fuck so. no. I'd,
1: I, there's nothing in my heart that would want to see me have the Dolphins in the playoffs. Hell no.
0: Dude, Tua's probably not going to be able to play it by next week, though.
1: Or by a wild know, card man. weekend. I was sarcastic. Obviously, yeah, right now are, the Dolphins would probably be the number one team outside of Tennessee that I would want to see right now. But whatever, man.
0: Yeah, like, it's crazy. Like like I said, like, there's a lot, lot left on the line for not just the Chargers, but obviously other teams around the AFC. And it's my, it's my favorite time of the year for a reason. Obviously the holidays, but, you know, we got – lot on the line for the playoffs and um i'm just i'm just excited man i'm excited for for nfl football charger football but just excited to see kind of how things shake out
1: dude i i kid you not i've been laying awake the last few nights just thinking about playoff picture like who who can we face and like i just get more and more giddy just thinking about playoff football start. Like, I want it to start... I wish it was this weekend, dude. Like, I I want wildcard Weekend to be this upcoming weekend. I'm just... I'm so pumped. There's just a different... There's a different vibe about playoff football.
0: There is. I I want to fast forward to the moment where, literally, like, they're getting ready for kickoff. Like, all the pregame broadcast shit is done. I'm sitting on my couch with chips and salsa and an ice-cold Corona and I'm just waiting for... Dicker the kicker to kick off this football game. Like I, I just fast forward, take me to that moment and I don't need anything else. I'm also
1: thankful. Got an update today. My Dicker the kicker Jersey will be here before wild card weekend. So very thankful nice. for that. Cannot wait to rep my boy, Dicker the kicker Um, come, come wild card weekend, man. But yeah, I think right now there's just a lot up in the air about the one seed. Um, Like we mentioned earlier about like you know the whole Bengals Bills game fiasco, all that. But let's say the Chiefs get the one seed, then I want to play the one seed. I want the Chiefs. I want the Chiefs
0: badly. I'm with you there. And if the Chiefs end up at this point, I kind of do hope they get the one seed. If I mean, if we're gonna finish the fifth seed, give me the Chiefs in that divisional round versus the Bills. I'll I'll take that. Yeah.
1: I I want the I want to see the Chiefs in the playoffs, and there's a very real chance, even if they aren't the one seed, that we could see them in the playoffs. I want to go to Kansas City. I want to physically go to Kansas City, and I want to also see the team go to Kansas City. So
0: it seems like it's the only thing left. I mean, outside of winning the whole fucking thing, obviously, it's the only thing that this team has left to like. It's the only demon it has left to exercise. I though,
1: feel like it, I'm I'm with you on that.
0: Like they they've this season has been a redemption story in itself and just perseverance and resilience and battling back and just to even be in the playoff picture let alone clinch with two plus weeks to go like it, it's it, it's been a a ride this season so like that alone is crazy but um yeah man it's it's nuts i i would much rather than go into Kansas City knock off the chiefs and just exercise that that demon man like all right even if they don't win it all but let's say they lose in the conference championship or in, in the super bowl but they beat the chiefs and you know really kind of like clear the air going into next season they're like hey just cuz you guys like your reign isn't over yet but like we're we're legit we're here just cuz you guys won another divisional championship but Hey, look, we beat you when it mattered. We knocked you out. Like nothing I would love more. Chiefs don't want to see us
1: right now. I can promise you that. I guarantee you they would rather see any other team but us right now. So,
0: I think that's a fair point.
1: Well, maybe not. I don't know. They've had their problems with Cincy, and they've had their problems with Buffalo. Uh, I was gonna past, say, yeah, but you know what I'm getting at. I, I don't think, think that, that... I think, I think we're more excited going to the playoffs than Chiefs fans are right now, because the Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs might have more demons to exercise than we do. We have one, and it's the Chiefs. The Chiefs had, like, two or three others, so.
0: Yeah, no, that's a good point. I mean, they – I think they're probably more afraid of Cincy than Buffalo just because Well, they're
1: probably afraid of them both, but definitely Cincy. Well,
0: for sure, but I think the whole 13 seconds left still rings very loud in Chiefs fans' ears, so I think because of that, they probably have a little bit more concern towards the Bengals, but – Either way, yeah, I mean, like, the the top of the AFC this this year is is wide open. Like, I don't think anyone's taking the Jaguars, the Patriots, or, you know, maybe even the Ravens without Lamar. Very serious. Uh, but everyone else, like, it, Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, and Chargers, I mean, I, I really think it's a four-man race right now to get out of the AFC. I, I agree with you completely, so. Yeah, man, um anything else you want to add about, about the upcoming game this week? I don't have a whole lot more. Um, We both kind of agreed before we recorded that we didn't want to spend a whole lot of time talking about this game um, just because it's just a a cloud of uncertainty, Uh, uncertainty with, you know, who's going to be playing, um, you know, if anyone at all, given the, the 12 o'clock game before our game, um, and the fact that it's just a really bad team in the Broncos, and it doesn't really have a whole lot of significance other than who your first round matchup is. Um, so I, I don't really have a whole lot more to add. I mean, we haven't done our our traditional injury report. Um, you know, bold predictions. Actually, let's 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 do some we bold predictions. We can do a, bold prediction. We we'll can a do that. bold prediction for you guys. Okay. Do you want to start? Or yeah, go I mean, for this it. is kind of on idea. the fly here, but, So. All right, I'll come up with one here on the fly. Bold prediction for Sunday. Give me, give me Joshua Kelly 100-plus yards on the ground.
1: Okay. Book I it. I like that. Stamp it. Um, My bold prediction.
0: Actually, no, 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 okay. no, no. 100-plus all-purpose yards. I'm going to fix okay.
1: that. I like that. My bold prediction hmm where do i want to go with this for i have one come to my mind right away but i'm gonna steer away from that i'm gonna go from a backup younger guy perspective either dean leonard or jasir taylor is gonna get a
0: pick this weekend oh jasir i know that's why i said it week. is because
1: that, that jasir play came to mind okay now i'm not just gonna limit it to those two but one of our like second groupings of guys on the defense is going to get a pick. Whether that be, you know, like, Keeman Hall or Dean Leonard or just your Taylor or why am I blanking on all of our DBs right now? But you you guys know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Either one of them. So,
1: maybe probably one of those three Whatever will with. be most likely. Raheem Lane, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Ooh. We'll see. But that, that's my prediction. Yeah. One of those secondary guys is going to get a pick.
0: Okay, I like that. So, secondary guy, young secondary guy can get in a, probably their first pick of their career, If you can, so If you cool. can
1: get lucky on the Xander Horvath first career touchdown in his first career game, I think I can hit this one.
0: Yeah, honestly, out of all the bold predictions I've hit this year, I think that one is probably the boldest. It's, wh- and- it's
1: way, you're the only person in the entire country that said that going into the game, guaranteed. Maybe his family, I think, yeah. but...
0: Yeah, no that that one I was totally I pulled out of my ass and I, I hit on it, so super lucky there. But um, no, I think those are good bull predictions. What do you got for a game prediction?
1: Um, shit, I'll go twenty seven to ten Broncos. Wink, wink.
0: Okay, I like that. I just I just um, got, I just grabbed
1: that out of my ass. So
0: I'm gonna go. I don't want to go too high scoring because I don't think the starters are going to play a full game. So I'm going to go. You said 27 10. I'm going to go 20, 20 to 13.
1: That's such a Broncos. That's Broncos. Like a Broncos wink, Chargers wink. score is 20 to 13. It, it is. That's such a Broncos Chargers score. It
0: was 1916 earlier the year, in up. the year. So when think they about where we've come since that game, man. Like, oh, that was Dustin Hopkins. Like he wrote out on his shield after that Shout out and our kicker, dude.
1: Cameron him. Dicker, no. fan favorite, but can't
0: we cannot forget about what Dustin Hopkins did for us in his last performance? Laid his life, laid it, laid his career on the line, just so Cameron Dicker just could so take his, could his a job a couple a weeks. Mid-ass Broncos team
1: led by the cringiest motherfucker yeah, in the yeah. league.
0: So I will say though I. I've seen – and that was one of those games where – actually, we went to one of these games um, in Dallas where with Novak – was it Nick Novak? Yeah, Novak got, got hurt, injured. and we had
1: – was Kayser a kicker? And, uh,
0: Cyphers. Cyphers
1: was, yeah. Was, but,
0: was after. Like, we went that whole rest of the game. Like, because that happened early on in the game, and we were like, dude, I hope we don't need a fucking field goal late in the And then we forward. just blew them the fuck uh, out. Luckily really? – yeah, luckily that was not the case that day, but – I was thinking the same – like when I saw Dustin Hopkins go down in the Broncos game, I was like, fuck. Like he's not even going to be able to kick the rest of the game. And if he does, do we really trust him going out there with a bum-ass hamstring trying to fucking make like kicks? And sure enough, how many did he have? Like six that game or five? We like, had one
1: touchdown and 19 total points. So that would be – he had four field goals.
0: Oh, four. So four field goals in a game winner in there. Six. But yeah, it just just insane. Like every time he, I mean, they weren't like super long field goals, but every time he was kicking that ball and just to see him like drop to the ground, I was like, I cannot believe this guy is making these. I'm telling
1: my kids that so. uh, Dustin Hopkins was Adam Vinatieri. So,
0: <laughs> what's that? What's that meme? It's the, the Vince McMahon. Meme oh yeah. When he's like, "You he was special? You yeah, was special." <laughs> But yeah, in where were games. you? Where you were you for the Dustin
1: Hopkins legacy game? Is going to be something I'm going to ask my fellow peers in like ten years, and they're just going to be looking at me like you're
0: an idiot. So, yeah, that just one of one of a bunch of crazy games this year. Crazy wins, honestly. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, uh, hopefully, round two um, on Sunday goes a little bit more smooth smoother for the chargers um but i mean look either way i think i think it's important to say now no matter how the game and how the scenarios before the game unfold please like the last thing i want to see is to log on to chargers twitter and to see people bitching about blowing a second half lead without our starters you know what's gonna happen who fucking cares at that point dude even like even if we don't get the 50 like who fucking cares like what do you wait you want you want them to throw our starters in for a drive to beat the fucking broncos like it's the broncos like don't who fucking cares like i don't know you you can argue they probably shouldn't even be even be playing russ like they probably should just shut him down for the year but Russell Wilson, man, he's one of the most annoying people on the planet. Yeah, fuck that guy. I the fact the that he, is, the part. fact that he is playing, like, annoys me. Like, you just go away. Just you, you're so his, exi- his ass. Just go his away. His
1: existence just bothers me.
0: Right. Like, yeah. I wish. I honestly, I wish he would just be shut down for the year. But not that I'm worried about him, but just because, like, just seeing him out there just is gonna annoy me.
1: Off. Seeing his yeah, face just, is just, gonna just annoy fuck me. off. So, but yeah, that's all that I really got. Um, again not too much to talk about for this upcoming week's game. We'll know a lot more come kickoff no. time about who's playing, who's not. And we'll go from there. Definitely not a must win for the chargers. Like we've said, probably 15 times this year. Yeah. But
0: And dude, I was actually said so today, because like we said, when we hopped on, we're like, dude, I just, it feels like with all the crazy stuff that's gone on this week uh, across the league. And um, it just seems like forever since I've watched a game. I'm like I just watched one a couple of days ago but I woke up this morning being like man like it's still like 3 more days until I get to see this team play and then even then it might not even be the real Chargers <laughs> it might be like backups so then I have to wait even longer to see to see a uh, like you said just a a meaningful game but at least it's a a meaningful game that we're playing in January and that means that it's a uh, it's a big time playoff game so Look, just I'm super fucking excited. I, I wish we could speed up time by two weeks, but um, I'm just going to enjoy. I'm just going to enjoy this weekend being stress-free football, given what we went through last season in week 18. So just kick my feet up, man, drink some Coronas, have some chips and guac, and just uh, see how, how it all unfolds. For sure, man. Um, excited
1: for this weekend i guess for probably to watch other teams more than our team i can say that for the first time in forever but yeah yeah man it's just we got you know we got the college football championship monday night we got you know there's always bets to place man so i guess i'm excited for that so that is
0: true man that is true all right well let's go ahead and get out of here unless you have anything else you want to add but Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Chargers Powder Hour. This has been episode number 62. Call it a Broncos preview if you want, even though we didn't spend a whole lot of time talking about the donkeys. Um, but yeah, make sure to follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at LA for all the latest news and updates about the pod. Bolt up.